0: Welcome to Investors Insights. Our topic today is money, money, money. Uh, We picked that topic because we're hearing about money. Uh, We think money is going to be the topic of the week. And as we go forward through this year, as the Fed looks to to raise rates, as well as all the other economic news is coming out, we thought it was appropriate to say money, money, money. So with that, I am going to introduce my distinguished colleagues who uh, brought some great information uh, to the table today in our early morning meeting, uh, Trey Booth, Adam Van Zant, and Ty Miller. Uh, gentlemen, always great to get with you, and I always look forward to our Monday morning meetings and debate and discussion. So with that, Trey, big week. The Fed is going to be making some announcements here, uh, probably going to be seeing some uh, interest rate hikes. Talk about us, money, money, money.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this, is the, this is Fed week. Uh, the Fed is fully expected to raise interest rates on their, when they meet on Tuesday and Wednesday. They'll announce late Wednesday. There was some concern last week. We got a, we got a negative GDP print, uh, which, which came in well below expectations. We were expecting growth, maybe not robust growth, but still positive growth. And when you saw the negative GDP print, people expected maybe the Fed won't have to be as aggressive because the economy is slowing. And that Very may, be, true. That may reduce true. inflation. The trouble was, is that the negative GDP print, when you look under the hood, really wasn't that bad. Consumer spending was positive, C- corporate spending was positive. So if you have a positive consumer, a positive corporate America, how could you have a negative GDP? Well, it was trade. Actually, our net trade withdrew 3.2 percentage points from GDP. That means we bought more than we sold, uh, quarter over quarter, year over year, by a large amount. And that's more of an indication of weakness abroad. That kind of shows that the U.S. is very strong, and that makes sense. You look. Europe is very weak right now with what's going on with Russia, Ukraine. China is okay. in the middle of, of rolling lockdowns. So that makes sense that really the US economy, if you look at the US consumer again, the US corporation, those are very strong. It was more of our net trade, was what drove down and fl- what drove down GDP. And so the Fed may look at that as a negative GDP quarter as more of an anomaly and still be able to be hawkish. And that's what the that's what the markets are predicting, that the Fed will be very aggressive, raising rates by at least 50 basis points on their meeting this week. That'll be the first 50 basis point hike in over 20 years, so something doesn't happen very often. And the reason they'll be doing that is to try and slow the economy down, slow inflation down. That's the Fed's big focus. At the end of the week, we'll get the jobs data. That'll be another huge point. But the Fed is is what the markets are watching this week
0: very closely. Well, and Trey, you brought up a really good point in previous meetings uh, also that the news media is going to be speculating how many interest rate hikes are they going to do. And they can get really extreme on that. Just elaborate, you feel like that the, the Fed will pace itself. They're going to be looking at that data as the year progresses, correct?
1: That, that'll be the big news out of the Fed this week. Everyone kind of expects 50 basis points. It's what they imply for their next meetings, but they're in June and July. And the market's currently expecting another 50 basis points in June. Uh, but, but there's a large spread for what's expected in June. So how the Fed signals going forward. And the Fed has been the biggest driver of the inflation by by generating a large amount of, of, of new funds and new money during the crisis to prevent the crisis from getting worse, we're through the crisis, and so now the Fed is in, is in the policy of seeing how they can remove that excess excess stimulus and how quickly. And so, yeah, the, where the Fed guides going forward is really is really what the market's looking looking at. Not necessarily what they're doing today, but Thank what h- how dogmatic they'll be going yeah. forward to to their to their preset plans. Because the market's pricing in 10 rate hikes this year. That would be a very aggressive Federal Reserve, especially, very much so. yeah, especially yeah. even though GDP wasn't was really negative. If you look under the hood; definitely not a robust GDP report last week. So something we're balancing the, the real economy versus the financial economy versus what the Fed is looking at. That's that's there's a lot of plates or, or balls in the air right now uh, that we're really trying to trying to balance.
0: Yeah, and, and let me let me say this: you know, people get nervous during volatility, but there can be great opportunities during volatility, and. We're going to continue to keep you updated as our viewers and as our clients uh, with this volatility and where we see opportunity and how we navigate through it. And we're not only going to do it through these vlogs, but also from the standpoint of our social media in terms of LinkedIn, Twitter, our podcast, Facebook. Uh, So we're using multiple ways to communicate. But the, the news media is always looking for a great story. And, you know, there can be emotion and hype that goes into that. And we want each of our viewers to understand we're watching their portfolios in relation to the financial blueprints and basing it on fact as we make these decisions. Uh, Ty, you're one of the main reasons we chose money, 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 money. Uh, I think I'm saying money way too many times, but it's because of money supply. And you brought up some great data in regards to that. So talk about money supply in terms of everybody uh, watching our vlog can appreciate and understand in relation to their portfolio?
2: Yeah, um, so we met with uh, one of our leading research partners this past week. And one area they said focus on that that doesn't get a lot of notoriety is the money supply report. So that came out on Tuesday. Um, And kind of how you can think about this is uh, you know, let's say our economy uh, had $10 in it and had 10 apples. So each apple's worth a dollar. Well, if all of a sudden they raise the money supply by 50%, we have $15 there, well, only 10 apples, every apple is going to be $1. fifty. That's kind of right. an inflation story with money supply. Um, so that's something we kind of looked at. And since COVID, uh, 40% of the dollars in circulation currently um, ha- have been since COVID. That, that's a huge increase. And that's one of the reasons we're now seeing some inflation. Um, but luckily, uh, we got the report on Tuesday and we're actually seeing a dip. So we, we peaked in January and we're coming back down on money supply. So they're starting to take some money back out of the economy, which is good news. And then in this other chart, as you can see, uh, as I mentioned, it's typically a leading indicator of inflation. So money supply growth really peaked in 2021 um, at the beginning here of 2022. And it's been like a six-month lag uh, for inflation. So now inflation's starting to pick up. Now that we're drawing down, hopefully in, in the next few months, we can start seeing some peak inflation that everyone keeps mentioning. Um, but, you know, time
0: will tell. Well, let me say this. That's why I love our meetings. You know, we, we, some people laugh that we really nerd out, but that's great information and behind-the-scenes data that uh, the general public's not hearing in the, in, in the news. And so, yeah, we're looking forward to you keeping us updated on that And that's a key indicator I think we need to stay focused on. And and, and with that, Adam, you're getting calls and emails from clients. They really enjoy you talking about the indices and support and resistance levels. Uh, Give us us an update here on the S&P 500 and any other insight that you've got. Absolutely. We saw volatility really ramp up last week in the overall markets with all 11 sectors on Friday being down more than 2%. So the S and P came in on a close on Friday at four thousand one hundred thirty-one. It gives us a new short-term resistance level of four thousand one hundred seventy, the new support level of four thousand one hundred. Also, we saw a unique event kind of take place with the S and P one hundred-day and two hundred-day moving average come in both at four thousand four hundred ninety-two. So you know, Trey talked a lot about uh, GDP along with the Fed. Ty kind of covered money supply. These are economic headlines that we're really looking at to see as we're testing the intermediate and long-term support and resistance levels. So those are going to be some big headlines to look at this week and continue to follow these patterns. No, you're, you're, you're absolutely right on that. And so here at Five Plan Partners, we definitely use the fundamental information, the, the market data, but we're also following those technicals uh, that give us indications on where things may go. So with that, folks, We're going to keep you updated. We strive every day here at Five Plan Partners to make our clients' lives better, richer, fuller. And uh, needless to say, the month of May has got some announcements coming forward. And we're going to give you the analysis and how it relates to your portfolio. So make sure that uh, you stay focused on these vlogs and take a few minutes out of your schedule uh, to see the information that we put together. We thank you for believing in us and we hope you have a great first week of May. Thanks.